Hey, before we start the show today, Ask the Podcast Coach has always been a fun place for Jim and I to try new stuff, whether it be blog talk radio or blab or be live or any other things that we've had many a train wreck with. And today we're going to try something new and we have no idea if this is going to work or not. It's kind of fun. Could be a complete train wreck, but there's only one way to find out. And that's to say, ask the podcast coach for January 16th, 2021. Let's get ready to podcast. There it is. It's that music that means it's time for Ask the Podcast Coach, where you get your podcast questions answered live. I am Dave Jackson from the School of Podcasting.com. And joining me right over there is the one and only Jim Cullison from the Average Guy.tv. Jim, how's it going, buddy? Greetings, Dave. Happy Saturday morning to you. Hey, I got caught in a Zoom call this week. They were, you know, we, our company was doing kind of a company-wide Zoom call and they were playing some music in the call and I was kind of bopping to it like I do here on Ask Podcast. <laughs> Didn't even, wasn't even thinking about it and I got called out, not but not in a bad way. I just had some friends say, oh, I like to see Jim grooving back there and I just totally forgot. So it's fun to be able to come on the show and just kind of rock out to that uh, that intro. There you go. And uh, we always start off the morning to, to get us going even when we don't have uh, six people waiting to come on board, uh, we, we juice ourselves up with a little coffee and uh, mm-hmm. we call it the morning pour. And that morning pour, of course, is brought to you by our good friends or good friend over at podcastbranding.co. If you need artwork and uh, if I'll find it, we might talk about that in the post show. Uh, Mark has uh, finished up my artwork for Ask the Podcast Coach. But if you need uh, artwork, if you need a logo, if you need a whole new, holy cow, is that pretty kind of website, then you want to go over to podcastbranding.co. Now, what sets Mark apart from other people? Number one, he doesn't steal people's art. He actually makes it himself. That's kind of cool. Number two, he's a podcaster. He's been been podcasting for years. In fact, he's an award-winning podcaster, an award-winning graphic artist. He's a great guy. And the bonus thing that we always like to throw in, of course, is... Mark's Canadian. So not only are you going to have a great experience and great artwork, but doggone it, is he polite? Holy cow. So if you are looking for new artwork, a new logo, a new website, or maybe some sort of like lead magnet, whatever it is that you need it to look great, well, then you got to go over to podcastbranding.co. And uh, Jim, I have a new mug. I'm going to say Jim has a new mug. In fact, James over at the dog podcast network uh, sent me the mug uh, to use over here for, for the next few weeks. Of course, Dave, they're, um, they, they also sponsor the, what's the spot that you call it? He is the teacher's pet, pet. Uh, teacher's pet spot as well. Right. Yeah. Which we'll be talking about a little later. I I am glad you mentioned that though, because I had not even opened my PowerPoint, but uh, get get that open. Let me talk a little bit about the dog podcast. (laughs) Are you a dog lover? Dave, are you a dog? I am a dog lover. I, uh, I have had a dog almost my entire life. This is the longest I've gone without a dog. Like the last uh, four or five years it's been probably since I had a dog. Put your face up there. I'm having trouble to talk. Uh, I'm sorry. Without, without <laughs> <laughs> well, if you're a dog lover, right? If there is, they say, or the Dog Podcast Network, there's a difference between dog owners and dog lovers. So yeah. if you're a dog lover, you might want to head over there, dogpodcastnetwork.com. First of its kind, uh, they, if they're, they're hiring, which is great, right? It's good in, in today's economy. Great that they're hiring full and, and, uh, and part-time positions. If you're interested, if you're thinking about it, dogpodcastnetwork.com slash jobs. If you want to head over there and check those out, they're giving away and who can't use this. They're giving away $15,000 to podcasters and content producers via their one-on-one dog stories contest, right? So if you want to get involved in that, you can head over to, uh, to dogpodcastnetwork.com slash one Oh one. And then Dave, I think you're helping them work. They've got a launch coming up this week here, the 19th, right? They're going to be launching on the flagship show called dog edition. You've been, you've been helping them with that. Yeah. He's actually sent me over his kind of rough, one of his rough drafts of his first episode and kind of said, Hey, I need that Dave Jackson cut me to the bone 
honesty. Let me know what it's like. I had somebody do that this week that uh, all their friends said it was great. And I emailed them and said, mm, you got a couple things here that you could kind of, uh, uh, you know. Yeah. Uh, it's always good to get a second bit. opinion, right? Yeah. So, so big big thanks to James over Dog Podcast Network for sending this. You'll hear him over, over the next couple of weeks. You'll hear about him. So, yeah. James, so um, Gary is saying, hey, are you doing your experiment with Clubhouse? And I actually am. I will show the camera to everyone in Clubhouse. We are at askthepodcastcoach.com slash live. But I need to let you guys know that if you raise your hand in Clubhouse today, I'll be more than happy to put you on the stage. But please note, you will be recorded. And before you say anything, I will ask you again. Do you know you're being recorded and you will have to say yes? And if you say no, well, then I will take you off the stage. So if you have a question, well, I'll let be them happy. know too. We have a buzzer, right? So oh, yeah. if they get, can, yeah. you, can you just, let's just demonstrate how that, yeah. How that <laughs> works. Be, so, so if you get a little, listen, we've put up with a lot. I mean, we put up with bangs for a long time. So <laughs> we've put up with a lot and, and you will get the buzzer if it gets a little Baba. Baba Booey-ish. Yeah, but uh, thanks to, so it, the thing I was talking about this before is if you think about it, there are three shows going on right now, right now and askthepodcastcoach.com slash live. We've got uh, 25 people in our chat room over here watching this on YouTube. We've got seven people, eight people, Jake and April, thank you for joining at Clubhouse. But in the meantime, the, the one thing, if you think about the YouTube channel is that Everybody is on the same page, but the people in Clubhouse can't see the fact that Carrie just said, oh, wait, I'm already following you. Yeah, but there's precedent for this. Like, this is an unprecedented, right? When we yeah. do this to Twitch or when you do it to YouTube, or, I mean, when you do it to Twitter, when you're on Facebook Live, I mean, we have those same problems that you can't, you, you can't unify the chat. We have a unified chat inside of StreamYard minus Clubhouse because you, that, that's not you're not streaming out to Clubhouse through StreamYard. You're doing that with your phone and some connections into the Roadcaster, right? But um, that's a that's not a unique Clubhouse problem. Yeah, uh, Chris Nessie is asking, "Hey, can Clubhouse see Jim?" Now, when Jim talks, it's interesting because it's Jim's voice that's making my head flash. So, Jim, go ahead and <laughs> yeah. So when I'm I'm making Dave's head flash. Yeah, because how I'm doing this is through the Roadcaster, and Bridget will be coming on stage here in just a second. Uh, Bridget, again, got to remind you that you will be recorded on this. But um, yeah, so and it's we're looking for questions, right? When they yeah, come we're in looking here, for questions. We're looking yeah. for questions. This isn't a conversation. Now. Yeah, well, we're going to have a conversation. We've got a few you. people now that want to come on stage, so we're going to well, get kind of looking for your podcasting questions. That's kind of what. Yes, we do yeah. <laughs> that's the other thing. Just to be really, really yeah. clear, and and so Jim's going to be watching our chat room on YouTube, and and I'll be uh, going to Bridget and saying uh, as she comes to the stage. So there's Bridget. Uh, Bridget, welcome to Ask the Podcast Coach. What's your question? Hi, thank you so much for letting me come up on stage. Um, I have a fairly new podcast. It's called Bad Moms in Business. I hope it's okay that I oh, set that up. That's um, fine. Uh, yeah, you can pimp it all day long. You yeah. bet. Awesome. So it's myself and two of my friends, and it's a podcast directed towards women who are mothers and also full-time in the workforce um, and how that can be a challenge and how to, to um, you know, manage all the things that are on our plate. My question is um, I am, we're, we're relatively new. And so we're looking to do some free cross promotion with some other podcasts that are at, around our same level. Mm -hmm. Do you have a suggestion for where to best place that cross promotion within the episode? Hmm. That's a great question. Well, it is a good question. Because yeah, on one a, hand, yeah. it, uh, being a new show, you kind of want to come out and grab them by the throat and really like, wow, I can't wait to listen to this episode. Maybe mid-roll? I'd get it as close to the front as I could, Dave, without it sacrificing the content you yeah. have. I think this is where it's different. Like, you know your content better than anybody. You know what you're trying to do with your podcast better than anybody. So the exact placement is really up to you because you know that pretty well. But I would think, you know, Dave, we do our ads up front just to kind of one right. to kind of give them, you know, you know, that curve. Nobody ever skips to the end of a podcast to listen to it. Right. Oh, I can't wait to get to the end. Nobody ever does that. Right. They'll listen to the very beginning. So if you're going to cross promote, I think it's really important you give the value to that person you're cross promoting for. 
but you want to make sure they don't jump in thinking, you get confused with the cross promotion, right? You want to make sure they're not getting confused around it as well. So Dave, I would say it's close to the beginning as possible without sacrificing the integrity of the content. I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, that's, it, it's always weird because it's hard to say what is the midpoint. So for me, like I have, I'll give you an example on the school of podcasting this week. I have, I was on somebody's show and when I'm interviewed on somebody's show, I always play a snippet on my show. So I will do my intro, I'll explain what's coming up and I will probably do a tease and say, Hey, uh, Right after this quick promo, I'm going to talk to someone who's getting 300,000 downloads an episode. So that's going to make them stick Mm -hmm. and then say, uh, but before we do that, um, I was on, you know, the pharmacist voice last week and blah, blah, blah. And here's a small clip. So I think that's part of it is, is give them a reason to stick around in the event that they don't like the promo. And also I would, it's really at times kind of tough to, are you doing like a promo swap where you each give each other a 30 second promo or are you just going to do a live read? Um, My thought is that we would, we would write up our own copy and vice versa and then have the host of that podcast read about us. And then we'll read about them. Yeah. That's see the great thing about that is you're, and I don't usually get too wrapped up in this, but you, you don't want somebody to get a four minute plug and somebody else get a 15 second plug. So that will be kind of, equal that out. And uh, I think the big thing here is you want to make sure to do your homework to make sure like here, this is ask the podcast coach. I don't know that I'm going to be cross promoting with somebody who does a show about shrimp. I mean, I like shrimp, but you know, the, the closer they are to, uh, to what you do. Um, I think that how, would, would work. How close are they in, in, yeah. in what you're, what do we know about them so far? Yeah, so it's actually a friend of mine. She has a, a base that I would say is a little bit stronger than what ours is, but she is also a mother and someone that works full time. And her podcast is about her uh, work specifically in her her area of expertise. And what's the genre, or what? How do you do your podcast? What what what's the, what's the style of it? The interview, or do you? Is it produced and and highly edited? How do you do it? Yeah, so it, we have interviews once a quarter or I'm sorry, once a month or so. Um, but typically it's just conversational. It's the three of us having a conversation about a topic that we've chosen beforehand and we rotate whether it's going to be about parenting, about business or about just being a woman. Um, mm-hmm. And it's not edited. We're one and done. Can you um, can you have her on the show? I mean, could yeah. she come on and be a guest? I mean, I, I think from a promotion perspective, I'd have her on the show first, then do the okay. cross promotion. Because I think it's more effective that way. That way your audience has heard this one time. I mean, you just, I mean, host red ads are the best, I think, the best way to do it. But you're you're banking on their you're banking on your own credibility. I think if you brought her on one time for the show, did that, and then cross promoted after that, I think it'd be way more powerful because your audience would know who she was. Okay. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense to me. Is that helpful? It is. Thank you else? guys so much. Any, I, I really any other appreciate questions? It. Any other, does that, any follow-up questions from you? No, I think, mm-hmm. I think that's super helpful and I, I really appreciate you taking the time. Hey, Thanks so much. You're welcome. Congratulations being the first from Clubhouse on Ask the Podcast Coach. That's <laughs> oh going to be prestigious. Yeah, you. yeah, I know. You should bank on that. You should put it in your bio. <laughs> it, it's going to be important. That's All right, it. And Thanks so, for coming on. So anybody wondering, I'm now going to click on Bridget and say uh move to audience can, and, can we can we rate her like can we give her like five stars oh that, she was awesome her? as as yeah. a you know she was the no, best she theory. was the, the, bar. the best person doing a podcast about moms on clubhouse on saturday at 10 30 i've ever you know, heard uh, we didn't ask her we didn't ask her to find her podcast that was a huge mistake <sighs> That's it. Can you bring her? Can you bring her back in? Um, can I can't we, actually. Can I'm gonna yeah, Bridget. I'm, can we? We we made a mistake, Bridget. We uh, don't do that often. Invite but we to speak. There we yeah, go. See she, and uh, Bridget again has already given me permission to record her. We forgot to ask you where we can find your podcast. Thank you so much. Uh, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Uh, Bridget, no, got to stop you. What's sorry. Your <laughs> yeah. What's your website? Oh, I'm so sorry. No. Um, <laughs> so we are bad moms in business. You can find us on Instagram or Facebook under no, that handle. Still not the right answer. What's your bad website? com. I'm assuming then. So I am, we are currently working on the, the uh, website. Bridget, here's, here's why. Like, first sure. of all, if I say, 
you know, bad moms in business. I'm I'm hoping an Apple, if somebody can do that for me, go to Apple and search for it. It may not come up. Apple search, Spotify search, and Amazon search is absolutely horrendous. I have a show called the Podcast Rodeo Show. And if you search for a podcast rodeo show, it will not come up. You have to search for Dave Jackson for that show to come up because it has the word podcast and show in it. And when you do that, it ranks against every other podcast with the word podcast in it, which means I'm not going to show up. So, um, the best thing to do is send people to your website okay. where you have links to Apple, Google, and Spotify where people can subscribe. And since you're new, I got to say this because this is my new thing. I, I need to let you know ratings and reviews are social proof. They do not help you be found. I hear that. Over, I've heard it at least four times this week, and I just want to go nuts when I hear that because it's not true. And it's been proven multiple times. But um, So you want your audience to subscribe to your podcast, and you just say, hey, go to badmomsonbusiness.com in, or whatever. In business, I think, right? Bad moms in, in business. business. In business, thank you. Yeah, in business. Yeah. Um, and and it subscribe. Did, it did come up as the fourth when I just Googled that there we go. straight, and I didn't. I didn't put any spaces in, so I just searched bad moms in business and put it in there. It came up as a fourth as as well as some of your YouTube videos. So you're getting some traction with that. But listen, even if you don't have a website, can you get, do you have the domain? Do you have badmomsinbusiness.com? We do. And I'm actually working on it this morning as we speak. Good. Yeah, good. Well, just point that in the meantime, point that to something. Like you could even forward that to to your iTunes page yeah who's you your to. who's your media host um you know what that's a really good question i didn't handle that portion of it one of the other co-hosts did i'm just no doing the design got it yeah no no worries you can yeah but there's some tricks that you can do there to make sure that that because it's it's I, I like dave says i think it's super important you can just say we're, you know we're bad moms in business.com that people it, send them one place get yeah. that landing page going even if it doesn't have to be perfect just get them to some place that's got that information so they can subscribe. Yeah. And that way, it, in the event, I don't know, Facebook goes away, stranger sure. things have happened, um, you know. Or Apple's down or, for the day. Yeah, or it's, whatever. it's always nice it's, to send people back to your website. It, hit them on the so, landings page. But, yeah. uh, All right. Thanks, thanks for coming Bridget. back in. in. I appreciate that. Thanks. All right. So, uh, well, that was fun. Hey, very, that was very successful. Bridget's a rock star. She's, I, I bet, that that's a really good podcast. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to bet they do a nice job over there. Yeah. And Gary Stockton says, uh, Hey, be sure to tell Bridget to add her Instagram to her clubhouse profile. That is something right now. I just have in my clubhouse profile, school of podcasting.com and author of the book profit from your podcast. So, uh, well, this is fun. Uh, we're going to let, uh, OC when you have the word crazy in your name, that makes me nervous, but we're going to bring her to the stage. Hi, oh, Lindsay. How are you? I'm great. Thank you. (laughs) Um, My question is, I've been in podcasting for since April. We are a beauty podcast. Our name is We Speak Beauty. And my question is about opening up myself to YouTube because we've gotten a lot of inquiries about that. Like, oh, we would love to see what you guys are doing. We love your personalities. And we're concerned about this idea of going on YouTube in a more of a live fashion, like you guys seem to be doing right now mm-hmm. so that people can be involved in our podcast real time. But then we want to still have the podcast itself stand alone as an edited podcast because we do flub up and we like to keep it a little bit more streamlined so people don't get bored with drooling on. Um, do you guys do that or do you just kind of keep it off the cuff um, also on the podcast? Yeah, no, I, uh, I edit this because it's live. And I, when people go, I want to keep it real. I, my answer to that is you want to keep it real. Cause you're, it, it's real boring, you know, in that way. Cause there are, there are book editors, uh, newspaper editors, uh, you know, editors in every form of media, but everything out of my mouth is gold. So, uh, I, <laughs> I basically edit this show. And the other thing to keep in mind right now, we got 30 people watching the YouTube. We've got about, uh, 10 in clubhouse. I'm going to get hundreds of downloads later. So as cool as it is to have you right here and we're interacting live and I really do like this. Um, I'm going to get my, my main audience is much, much later. So I will go in. I had one, uh, a couple weeks ago where the last caller had a really good question 
the problem was it was like 45 minutes into the podcast. So I put that up front. I was like, wait, not that the other questions weren't bad, but this is one I was like, ooh, that was a really good discussion. So I just moved it up front. So yeah, I do some editing. I don't edit the the video. So if you want to see all of our wrinkles and things of that nature, unless something is really horrible, I typically don't edit the video. The only thing I do is I have a Patreon and I have two versions of the video. Uh, one is 90 minutes that goes to the patrons and the other one is 60 minutes long that goes to everybody on YouTube. So, uh, and we use StreamYard for this. Uh, that, okay. And, and it streams to, like, I'm weird. I've got, I've already got two people now. I got Clubhouse and YouTube. So I could add Facebook and Twitch and all these other things. Jim, you stream all the time. Any other advice? Yeah. So Lindsay, I do this for work uh, primarily. I have my own podcast as well, but I, I do this um, at work and we are live first. So that just means everything is recorded live and we broadcast that as well as people come and watch it live. Then it goes into a three or four week editing process where it's, and we don't, we don't do a ton of editing to it, but we do do some uh, shortened up, put in a, you know, in an edited format, we create transcripts for it and we post it with a full, you know, with a full blog post um, for it. So we kind of do both. And, and I don't think, listen, trust, you can do anything you want. Like this isn't, we're not telling you what right. should, you should, and you shouldn't do. You can do anything you want. But I think if, you're, if your audience is asking for it, and I think that's what you said in the very beginning mm. is you're like, hey, my audience is asking us to do, was it, is that correct? Are you getting some feedback? They'd love some of that. Yes, they because it's more makeup focused and we're, we have actually shied away from speaking about products specifically because we know that we can't physically show them. And so we have to be a lot more wordy about textures and the appearance of the products. So we've shied away from that and we're getting a lot of requests like, oh my gosh, we wish you guys would you know, move to YouTube or at least be on YouTube so that you can do other diverse things. But we were yeah. just concerned about the viewerships that we, we really are obsessed with the podcasting and think that it's such an intimate way to converse with um, our audiences and convey our messages. Mm-hmm. But moving over to YouTube just seemed like it was becoming that, for especially for me, it, it felt like it was becoming another job in and of itself. And <laughs> I worried yes, it about is. if we got on YouTube and we started talking about products that we would, we would drop off from being more um, explanatory in the things that yeah. we were talking about. And then yep. when we would move over to edit it for the podcast, we, we would lose the effect there because we're showing items on YouTube and dropping off our under, do you know, does that make sense? Yeah, where we're no, not you're, explaining yeah, you're, it as you're, clearly for the, for the listener totally. on podcast. Yeah. Your instincts are correct, by the way, in all this. In other words, you're, you've, you've got certain podcast content in the way you do it, and you want to continue to do that. To make it work for YouTube in your, in your genre, you're really going to need to create additional content to make that work. And that's just going to take extra time. So the question for you isn't should or shouldn't you, because you should, but the question is, do you have the time? Because it's going to take, right. you're going to, if you ask, if you watch any of these DIY or any of these YouTubers, they're, they're recording like six to 10 hours of content a day and editing it down to 20 minutes. That's their whole life is doing that. If you can't, then you got to kind of figure out what can you do? And I would start, I would still do it by the way, but I would do it as a promo for your podcast. So I would start with something simple on YouTube, something you guys can manage, something that's not going to take a lot of editing time, something simple and start doing it that way. And then start getting some feedback from them and just see where your numbers go. doesn't hurt to do something simple. Just give it a try. Uh, Make sure you're not sacrificing your podcast time to get that done. Give it a try on YouTube and just see, see where it goes. It doesn't have to be either or it can be both and, but you, you decide how much time you want to put into either channel. Gotcha. I really appreciate it. That it's super helpful. I think it's just something like you said, we just need to try it out and see how it feels because if I don't, what I love about podcasting too, is I can be in my pajamas. I don't have to be on camera. And then in YouTube, Mm -hmm. you have to like, you have to really put yourself together as well, which I mean, I guess, hashtag I'm lazy, but it's, it's a different (laughs) type of, like I said, it's just a different medium. So can I ask one other question? One sec though. You don't have to put yourself together for YouTube, but you kind of do because you're in the makeup space, right? Yeah, yeah, we're in the we're in the beauty industry, that, right? unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, <laughs> right on. So go ahead, go ahead with your next um, question. No, I was just going to ask as far as um, the the idea of doing the podcast, or not, I'm sorry, not the podcast, but the YouTube in real time. 
where like you guys are live right now yeah, on YouTube. Totally. That's another totally. option that we've considered yeah, where we, we both still have the mind that we're podcasting, but people are just seeing it in real time where it's unedited and not cut. Is that also, totally. I mean, I know it's an option, but I guess like you said, maybe I'm answering my own question that we should just play with these different varieties of the YouTube channel. A great way to start is just record, Dave. This is what Dave and I do. Just record your podcast on YouTube, right? So right. You're, getting two for, you're getting two for one and you don't care about the YouTube stuff. And get some feedback on that. Like, you know, okay. my, my daughter watches Critical Role and that really is just them recording them playing D&D, right? And it's super popular. And they don't, they don't make any edits to that thing. You never know until you try. Yeah. So give it, I, I'd say give it a try. Record, record okay. your podcast and record it on YouTube. You get two for one, Dave. Yeah, it's it's one of those things where I started off this episode saying, hey, Jim and I have used to like we that's why if you ever want to come to the show, it's askthepodcastcoach.com slash live. And the reason we say that is because one week we were on this was years ago, blog talk radio, then we were on blab, then we we're on BeLive.tv. So we always just told our audience, go to askthepodcastcoach.com slash live, and that's where we'll be. And then you'd have somebody go, Hey, like you guys aren't on such and such. And you're like, Yep, gotta go to askthepodcastcoach.com slash live. And I use through WordPress, I use that to redirect. So Today, I told Jim, I said, this could be a complete train wreck. I have no idea how this is going to work. I said, but I want to bring Clubhouse in here. I still don't believe this is 100% legal, but I'm having you agree to be recorded. So in theory, I think I'm okay with that. And, uh, you know, we'll see how it works. And, uh, in fact, let me, uh, uh, I'm going to ask the chat room at askthepodcastcoach.com slash live. They have been saying, if you're, if you want to know which one sounds better, we sound much better right now on YouTube. Uh, how I'm doing this, cause every podcaster is like, how is he doing that? I have my phone plugged in via a cable to my Rodecaster Pro. The Rodecaster Pro is then connected to the internet via USB. So I've got Jim on USB. I've got Lindsay on my phone on the other channel, and then that all goes out to StreamYard, which goes to YouTube, and yada, yada, yada. So that's what's going on behind the scenes. Um, Lindsay, Lindsay, where's your podcast? Where, where would we find your podcast? So don't hate me because we are still working on our website as well. I was just listening to that. Um, we're trying so hard. I know. We're, we're trying so hard to get the .com. Okay. I think yeah. we're going to have to go yeah. with .pro um, okay. just because .com is so expensive. And we have yeah. kind of teased that this is a philanthropic labor of love because we make sure. no money. Sure. And I have my hands in other um, pots as well that I are also philanthropic at this point. So I literally am just bleeding money to do all of these things. Yeah, yeah. Um, understand. Yeah. I mean, right now we're just directing people to our Instagram. We have a link tree for our merchandise and then our website. I, I've been a very huge advocate of getting the website up because I 100% agree with you guys. Um, I didn't jump into this uh, endeavor as a podcast junkie. I had actually never listened <laughs> to a podcast before, before I, I started actually um, recording podcasts. So now I'm a lot more into it, but I found in the beginning that I wanted to look at websites first. So I was yeah. over here just yeah. like cheerleading with you guys um, on that point. Yeah. And Lindsay, where do we find you on Instagram then? I'm sorry. We speak beauty is we our account. Speak we, beauty. yep. We yep. speak beauty. And okay. I agree with you on the, on the, um, the channels like Apple and things like that. When it took us probably six to seven months to even show up on any of the directories when you would type in, we speak beauty. Yeah. Yeah, Fun. Well, great. Thanks for joining us, Lindsay. Thanks for your question. We appreciate Thank staying you. around and listening a while. You bet. Take care. Appreciate you guys. Thank you. you. And you and Amy is coming up next. But uh, one of the things we always do halfway through the show is we always thank our awesome supporters. Uh, these are people that support us on Patreon. And if you uh, support, well, the first one is our teacher's pet. And where, we, where would they go though, Dave, where would they, if they wanted to support you on Patreon, where would they go? Uh, they would go to ask the podcast slash awesome, because it's awesome when you support the show. And this is people like James over at the dog podcast network. And as uh, Jim talked at the beginning of the show, they're giving away cash. If you've got a great story that, Oh, by the way, has a dog in it. Uh, you got to go over to dog podcast network. If you want to get involved in their contest, it's dogpodcastnetwork.com slash one Oh one. And the great thing about it is this is kind of a new contest. And so the best time to enter is now when less people know about it. The, um, the more people that get involved with this, the better the story has to be. So, uh, check it out over at dog, uh, 
uh, I'm sorry, yeah, dogpodcastnetwork.com. And then we always thank our $20 supporters. And we're talking about people like Kim Cradgy over at Toastmasters101.net. If you're not familiar with Toastmasters, this is that kind of public speaking thing. So if you're a podcaster, you can develop your voice, reduce your editing time, and improve your content. Uh, if you want to get your finances all straightened up here in uh, 2021, then go over and check out Greg at debtshepherd.com where he teaches financial wellness. If you want to get your spy on, yeah, like James Bond, that kind of spy, uh, not a creepy spy. That's uh, I should probably clarify with that. Uh, go check out my buddy Shane. Shane is actually coming on the School of Podcasting in the future. He does a whole other podcast, and he's got this huge community, so he's going to be talking about that. But if you want to get your spy on, go over to spybrary.com. Glenn the Geek Hebert over at horseradionetwork.com. Glenn was in my last episode of the School of Podcasting where we talked about surveys, and Glenn had some phenomenal tips, especially for him, on that. So check out all things. If you like horses, then you'll love Glenn. Check him out, horseradionetwork.com. The the Indie Drop-In Network at IndieDropIn.com. As we're talking about promoting your podcast, if you've got a true crime or comedy or any kind of scary story, uh, go over to Indie Drop-In, submit your podcast, and they will put your podcast in front of a bunch of people that are looking for new shows. Again, IndieDropIn.com. Max Trescott, if you're into flying, then check out AviationNewsTalk.com. Max is the 2008 National CFI of the Year. Uh, check him out again, AviationNewsTalk.com. We talked earlier about uh, Mark at uh, podcastbranding.co who will make you look good. Ed Sullivan at Sonic Cupcake will make you sound good. So if you need an editor for your podcast, check out Ed over at soniccupcake.com. Michael Delaney has Baby Mountain Radio Productions. So if you need help with your podcast, uh, babymountainradio.com, where podcasting and hard work are made fun. And uh, again, we're at askthepodcastcoach.com slash awesome if you'd like to become a patron or – if you're looking for a one-time option, go over to askthepodcastcoach.com slash store, and you can donate as well as buy Dave's book, which is Profit from Your Podcast. You can donate to Jim. You can do all sorts of other fun stuff. So and thanks. You to- can get your podcast promoted each week, right? That's it. You know, thanks. Hey, Dave, I'm kind of thirsty again. Okay. Can you, can you, can yeah, you there we go. Hey, before we go to Amy, yeah. can, can, we, can I make a couple observations about this clubhouse thing? Yeah. Okay, one chat room, our own chat room in YouTube is was lighting up during these can, can during we, these a couple observations about this uh, clubhouse. Two thing? Yeah. really good questions. Like, how long have you and I been doing this? Like five years, right? Yeah, we've been trying to figure out. We've had phone calls; people can call in. We even had uh, the average, or not the average guy, askthepodcastcoach.com slash join. Right, if you want yeah. to come in. And the participation has been mediocre over time. It's been okay, but it's not been the best. This morning, two great calls, high energy, great questions. I Listen, I was super skeptical of and we, Clubhouse. And we got four people waiting. Yeah, right on. I was super skeptical of this Clubhouse thing. Ah, they may be, they may be uh, turning me around. Yeah, so, as long as they don't so kick me out for breaking the terms. Well, <laughs> we'll, we'll figure that out as we, as we go along. Yeah, you bet. But... Uh, uh, Amy has been waiting a while. So what's your question? Well, thank you for, first of all, inviting me to the stage. I'm also, I'm watching you on YouTube as well. So that's kind of cool. I'm going to subscribe. But here's my question though. I did a lot of things the long, hard, arduous way that exhausted me and stole my creativity. But what is the best piece of advice you would give to somebody like me? Niche podcasts, decent listenership, but Amy, what's obviously your show's about PTSD, but what's the what's the why behind your podcast? Is this a hobby or is it a business? It is not a business. Okay. It is not a hobby. It is a ministry. It is a sacrifice. It is getting behind that mic and being raw and real and saying things that people won't say. Ah, Mary, by the way, congratulations on 22. Right? I mean, that's that's a big deal getting that Thank far. You. Yeah, you bet no, it's a big deal. Um what what are your favorite what do you enjoy about podcasting? What what are some of the things that you're doing that you're like, man, I'd love to be able to do more of this? And then let me ask the opposite. What do you, what's really grinding you yeah. in podcasting? Yeah, you know, I think the answer to that question is the same. Um what I what I have this has been my pandemic pivot. I am I am a restaurant management recruiter, so you can imagine I've done that for 26 yeah. years, so my life's pretty interesting right now. So I started the podcast for some time. Uh, because I had some time. What do I like? And and what is most challenging is the same thing. It's the inbox messages of people going, I just listened to your podcast on PTSD. 
oh my word, me too, or my loved one too, because I also, the purpose of the podcast is to bring people on to help people who walk along uh, with uh, survivors of PTSD. So what, what is the most, the thing I enjoy the most? I, mm-hmm. I um, had the unfortunate, and I'm going to use the word opportunity, and I don't mean it this way, but to call in a welfare check of a listener that was messaging me um, some, some, some concerning things, and mm-hmm. we were able to get her some help. That is also mm-hmm. the most grinding thing. It is emotionally yeah. exhausting and kind of figured out when I'm above my pay grade and that kind of thing. And so the answer to that question is the same. Yeah, it takes some emotional energy. Do you, do you find uh, any of the technical aspects of podcasting to be grinding? In other words, the recording, the editing, the posting, the promotion stuff. Is that grinding at all to you? It is. It is grinding. I do not do, I'm struggling most with the technical aspect of it because I live in Florida with a complete tiled house, all hard surfaces. And so (laughs) I know what a roadcaster is, but that's about the extent of, I mean, I I know, I know, no, the technical aspect aspect of it is definitely challenging for me trying to make sure that my audio is the best because of the echo and all that stuff. Um, and then I do promote it. I promote it on social media, decent social media following, not, uh, following, not great, but that is grinding because again, I want it to make sense. I want it to be relevant. Um, I don't want to drive people crazy. And so those two aspects, yeah, grinding, that's a great word. (laughs) And I've got to figure out the the, the, the sound part for sure. Yeah. The, the one thing you asked is like, what's the one thing. And the thing I tell people more than anything is the the people that are really crushing it at this, like crystal clear, know who their audience is. And so you might think of this as whose message can I help amplify? So if there's already a group helping people with PTSD, then maybe reach out to them and say, hey, I'm doing a show similar to what I believe what you believe. I'm trying to do the same thing. You know, if you mention my podcast, I'll mention your organization. That might be a way to do that. But it, it really is a matter of who is my audience and where are they? And it's not just like, I like social media and you should always promote on social media because it takes all of four seconds, but social media only will work if you're getting new people because the people on social media probably know you have a podcast. So when you say, Hey, episode 17 is out, they go, yep, of course it is. Cause you're a podcaster. So if you need to find people who are your target audience that don't know you yet, so that you can say, oh, yeah, by the way, I have this podcast thing. And they go, really? What's a podcast? And then you you tell them and things like that. So that's – for me, if somebody says, like, what's the number one thing? It's like know your audience. Why? Because you make better content. You know where they're at so you know where to promote. Uh, and it just – that's really kind of where everything starts. Jim, you look like you're dying to say something. Yeah, Mary, I want to give you a little advice. And this might be hard to hear, but I'm going to give it to you anyways. It sounds to me you're struggling with external expectations of what you Mm. should be and what your podcast should be. And you're trying to be that, but it's not time to be all those things. Like you've, you know, whether it's time or skill or location or whatever, right? It, it, you, to me, it sounds like you're backed up against some expectations that are probably unrealistic and you're really struggling with that, that word grind, right? It's really starting to grind at you. So I think there might be one thing you could do is stop, stop worrying about what everybody else thinks your podcast should be. Stop worrying about what you think the right thing to do is and just do what you love to do with this podcast. Like if it's interview people, interview them. The, the the technology will fix itself over time, right? That stuff can get better, blah, 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 all that other stuff. But get back to doing what you love to do and that it, pieces will start falling in place for you as soon as I think as soon as you start doing that. So I would, I'd back down those expectations, man. I feel a weight. I feel a pressure on you yeah. just in the way you say these things. And I'm like, wow, it shouldn't be this way shed those expectations, go back to what you love. Uh, Jen Briney does a show called Congressional Dish where she reads the bills that go through Congress and it drives her nuts. Like her content, like she has to, and and her answer to this, because she used to try to do like almost a weekly show and she was losing her mind. She was literally like, I remember the one episode she started crying. She's like, okay, I think I need to take a break. And that's the op. That's the other option is if you've if you've whittled down all the things like you have somebody do the technical stuff and you have somebody doing the promoting and just the fact that your content is heavy. It's heavy. 
the only other option then is like, okay, I was doing these once a week. I can't survive doing that. I've got to go every other week. That's the only other option. And that's kind of tough when your audience is saying, I want more. And you're like, mm, that gets kind of tough. But uh, it sounds like you're on well, the, go ahead. Well, both of you are in my head because I am my own. And, and that's part of why I want and you couldn't have answered the question more beautifully because the expectations on myself are higher than anybody will ever make it. And, and that is because it's a heavy subject. I do care. I'd be lying if I said I don't care. You know, I don't care about how many people listen. Right. Um, yeah. But you guys yeah. nailed it. I, I just yeah. popped in this room on a whim. You nailed me. <laughs> you, you, you nailed I, that I need to back off the expectations because the mission yeah. is way more important than whether, you know, it might sound echoey to me. Um, right. And right. so right. I love right. what I do. I love writing it. Uh, you know, it's a storytelling podcast. Um now the second season is I love that part. It is the other part that is absolutely weighing on me. And I, and it's like one of you guys are in my head or something. And so you have, (laughs) you have encouraged me so much. I can't even, can't even tell you, you can find the podcast on my website at wednesdayswithwatson.com. And, um, it is a podcast. Uh, the first season is my, my story. The second season is other people's stories. And I so appreciate this opportunity to be on the stage. Thank you, Amy. Welcome. Yep. Carrie has a great question. She says, on the point of removing resets, is there something I would do on the back end? Well, if I was smart, I would have just hit the marker button on the roadcaster and I would then have this little line letting me know there. Uh, but no, I actually listen to this whole show, usually at about 1.7 speed. And I, mm-hmm. I'm going through and I'm re, I, I let Descript remove my ums and then I come back in and I'm looking. And the other thing I'm doing is I'm putting chapter markers. So, which then makes my table of contents. So that's why I listen to the whole thing is I'm usually putting in chapter markers. And while I'm there, I will cut out something if it's also, if you'll notice, I'm not talking about my artwork yet because we're not in post-show. The artwork is a very visual thing and it doesn't make any sense to go, Hey Jim, what do you think of this? And Jim goes, Ooh, I like the way that looks. That doesn't really work in audio. So anything that's really visual, I will do in post-show, which uh, I realize for the people in clubhouse, they're going to go, wow, this is a really boring show. But again, ask the podcastcoach.com slash live. So at any rate, we've got uh, Terry coming to, to the stage. So what's your question? So I think you already answered it possibly, but the roadcaster, how, so I am blessed because I got really great tech for the holidays. I don't really know how to use it. I I got the shore, the new shore. Um, I don't even know the name of SM7V? it. SM7V? Yeah. Yes. That. And I got a roadcaster pro and I, I, can they use be used together? Yeah, is one question. The second question is, um, how I I think you said how you were doing this all, but you did it really really quickly. Sure. Do you have this information outside um, on your website? On I've been trying to search, and I'm so sorry. That's my yeah very noisy bird in the background. Um, um, do you have this information on your website? And I will have a great (laughs) tutorial on the roadcaster pro I've been on YouTube getting tutorials and I'm not finding them in depth enough. You had just said something about um, chapter markers and I was like, wait, you can do that. Yeah, there is (laughs) uh, when you're recording in the roadcaster, you have a little blue flag that you can click on that and it would put a, a marker. So, uh, well, first things first, I, I still need to say, I'm not a hundred percent sure this is legal, even though I, you just gave me my permission, I still might be breaking terms of service. So what I'm doing is I'm running my iPhone into with a cable, not the Bluetooth. I just, for me, anytime I can have something wired, it's always better than Wi-Fi or Bluetooth or whatever. So, uh, I've got that. That's the firewire cable that goes to the, the, I think quarter inch or eighth inch plug-in cable for that. A a TRRS cable. So it has three rings on it for the phone and that goes into the phone jack of the roadcaster. So Right now, Terry is on the phone, Jim is on the USB channel, and I'm on channel one. And so 
I hit record and, and that's that. I am actually right now working on a tutorial for the Roadcaster for the School of Podcasting. So it won't be public, but I do have a review of it on my YouTube channel. I do right now. I also have, and I realize I'm holding this up for people that are in Clubhouse, which is hilarious. But again, this is where you have to kind yeah. of remember both audiences. But I do have a tutorial on the Zoom P4, which is another unit that does the same thing. I could be doing this exact same thing on the Road Track P4, which is, um, uh, did I, ju- I just said the Road Track P4. I'm making up equipment as we speak. Welcome to live. The Zoom Pod Track P4, uh, which also uh, enables you to bring in a phone and have USB and have a cable and things like that. So, but what's your what's your podcast going to be about? So my podcast, I'm new to a year new. I have 54 episodes out, which is really exciting. I did it. This is huge, but it's called Mixing Up Midlife, and it is aimed at women 50 and beyond who want to do really um, fun things and not just talk about like um, sitting in a rocking chair and and growing old. It's, you know, adventure. It's sort of, I'm trying to make it with my new co-host, who's also my lifelong best friend. Um, We're trying to make it more of a, like, well, if we can do it, you can do it thing. That's it. So, that's uh, that's it, and, and it's fun. And where can and, we find it? So <laughs> there you go. Oh boy! Yeah, yeah. wow. We could be three website, for three on this. I, I know the website. The website is what kills me. It really does. Why? I start because yeah, what's, what's the hard everybody part says. So everybody says that you should do WordPress for mm. SEO for all mm. of this for that that. And to me, WordPress. You know, I'm pretty good with tech. I'm not completely yeah. incapable. I worked at Apple for a while. So I I know what I'm doing. It's just that I WordPress is uh you either love it or you hate it. Big and clunky and I get bogged down and I because we're not monetizing yet, hopefully we will monetize someday. I'm not sure how to do that. I need a little clarity on how to do that. Um but but I just don't like so I'm okay. Well, stymied. I got I got two suggestions for you. One, there's a guy named Mark. He runs podcastbranding.co. He makes he's also the sponsor. <laughs> he does great websites. Uh, the other one is if you want to set it and forget it is PodPage, uh, where you just throw in your RSS feed and it spits out a website. I have a free course for that. If you go to schoolofpodcasting.com slash uh, learn pod page. So school of podcasting.com slash learn pod page. And the great thing about pod page, cause some people are like, eh, it's okay. It's, it's a little too basic for me. Other people are like, this is exactly what I want. Uh, and it's, it's, I think it's great. Yeah. So. I, I, I think it's great. I think it's uh, Terry, it's right up your alley. Like it, you're, this is, you're looking for pod page. And by the way, when you buy your URL, you can, you can have that associated with your pod page. So when they click on it, when they, Put that URL in; it takes it to the pod page. So, think it. Check it out. It's a it's a good uh, it's exactly like it sounds. P o d p a g e dot com, and that may yes. you may you may get there and be like, oh, why have I waited? Like this. Is I dumb. have actually looked at it, so I do have my URL right. I have my domain. I host yeah. it. Just I have it redirected onto Libsyn. Okay. Um, so good. Yeah. Good. So, yeah, but yeah. I want more and I know I need more, but thank you for the well, kick in the pants. Yeah. You, and you can buy, listen, you can, I'll tell you what I told everybody else. You can buy your URL and have it forwarded to any site that you want yeah. for the most part. So, you know, it's just having that single URL name when people say, where do I find you? And you say whatever.com or whatever you want it to be, to be honest. And, but you know, just a host provider where it's blah, 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 blah. And it's, you know, 18,000 characters long. It's not going to work. You need to find that thing that's easy for people to remember so they can get there. And then you direct them from there. And also, Great. Ter- also Terry, John in the chat room at askthepodcastcoach.com slash live says the road website has a great tutorial. And that's actually where I learned there's a weird feature in the roadcaster where if you press, I think it's both solo buttons, I could actually have it to where it wouldn't go out on the air, but I could talk to whoever's on channel four, like in their headphones, like almost like a producer thing. Like, Hey, uh, Jane, can you get closer to the mic, please? You could do that and have it not go over the air. And I was like, I had no idea, but that I learned about that on the tutorial on the roadside. So oh, that, check that, that might, out. Yeah. So yeah. Terry, thanks Thank for you so in. much. Appreciate You're, it. This is crazy. Like we're, we're almost done with the regular show. 
and we are there are there more oh, we got more we got uh come uh-huh. well it's weird because gary is here in the chat room yeah. and, and now gary is here on the stage what's your question buddy well you know what terry was such a great speaker she took my question i have uh, the roadcaster i was wondering how to do that and while you were speaking i saw the blue flag but i am going to look for that tutorial on your site and i think i was the person that uh, told you about man in the middle man in the middle Man in the middle mode on the roadcaster. Oh, oh yeah, fun. that was it. It was Gary. Exactly. Yes. Now, one question that I have for you about Clubhouse. Have you considered setting up a club? Well, I'm not. Uh, I'm not. I should be now because this will be my third kind of official room kind of thing. You have to be somewhat of a veteran, which isn't really much to be, to have a, your own club. But yeah, I am looking into that. I, that's, and the other fun thing is there's something at clubhouse.io, which is not clubhouse. So when you Google how to start a club in clubhouse, you have to say how to start a club in the clubhouse app, because there's a yes. lot of things called clubhouse. So that's, it's kind of confusing, but yeah, I am looking into that because I'd like to have one yeah. for the school of podcasting. Yes. My experience in Clubhouse has been very good so far. I think it, it it's as good as the company you keep, if that makes sense. Oh, yeah. If you have a good immediate following, the people that, that you're connected to on social and those conversations that you want to have, those are going to be the conversations that you dip into. I'm avoiding the make a million dollar marketer yeah. rooms, but the, the ones in my immediate space, I'm getting a lot out of. So um, uh, I wish uh, they would open it up uh, to a greater number of people quicker. Yeah. And I'm like, I know from the guys that do backpack studio and it used to be called, Oh, I forget that. I, uh, boss jock studio. I know audio on an iPhone is I'm going to put up quotation marks cause I know nothing about what I'm talking about, but it appears to be easier than on an Android. And I think the reason for that is with iOS, you kind of have, everybody has more or less the same operating system. Granted, some people don't upgrade and things like that, but it sounds like on the Android side, you end up with different variations of the operating system. So it's hard to come up with an app that's going to work for everybody. So, mm-hmm. cause to me, I always hear how 75% of Europe is on an Android phone. And I'm like, well, that's going to be a problem. It's not like you can just say, Hey, everybody come join me in clubhouse. Cause you've just ignored all the the Android people. So it'd be great to see if this could come to a browser. It'll be interesting to see. Cause I can see people going, we need video. And it's called, no, that's called zoom. So. Yes. Can I, can I make one, one recommendation for you, Dave, yes. for your website? There was a young lady um, who is a, a, an audio a speech pathologist and she has a podcast and she asked the question in another group, how can she make money on her podcast? And of course you can't chat answers right there in clubhouse, but I did connect with her and I pointed her to your website, but I didn't see like an ad for the book right away. I use an app called Optin monster on yeah. my website and you can put those little exit intent um, boxes with just an ad for your book immediately. You, you'd want to be promoting that right now. I do. That's a good point. I, I in fact, that's that's a good suggestion right there. Yeah, I, I remember I heard Todd Cochran say he went to school of podcasting.com. He's like, Dave, where's your book? And I'm like, it's at profitfromyourpodcast.com. But that's the problem is um, when you're at the school of podcasting, there's nothing until I think you go into an episode that you see a, a link on the right-hand side. So yeah, I need a, a pop-up or something to smack you in the face that says, hey, buy Dave's book. Okay, that was my that was my moment of fame right there. You can bump there me back go. into the audience. Love the show, right, guys. Thanks. There you go. Thanks, thanks for jumping in, Gary. Appreciate it. Jim, what's coming up on TheAverageGuy.tv? Yeah, we actually, Mike uh, Weger is back. We talked a little bit about the Plex TV versus channels. And so if you're trying to figure out how to record video, especially your TV content and get it categorized and figured out, you know, DVRs, all that stuff, we kind of cover it. So TheAverageGuy.tv. And this week on the School of Podcasting, you can find it at schoolofpodcasting.com. I'm interviewing Jack from the Darknet Diaries. This guy is getting 300,000 downloads an episode. I'm going to say that again, 300,000 downloads per episode. So I get into, like, how do you do that? And uh, so it's an interesting episode. And uh, everybody else, stick around for some post-show. 